Welcome to the show. I'm Genesee. I'm Dan. I'm Obi. I'm Eric. I'm Daniel. And I'm Tinzian. And this is Death Before Dishonor. Today is Friday, October 7th, and this is episode 23 in a weekly series, Following a Group of Friends Playing Dungeons and Dragons, hosted by the Gray Area Podcast and featuring members of the Geek Bits Podcast. Last week, we entered the final boss room of Balgron the Fat, and he was sleeping and snoring inside his curtained area. And I believe we were about to attack him. We were waiting for Thorn to catch up with us. And there's the possibility that there is somebody else or something else in a, an entrance off of that room. So we're not sure what's there. So, uh, Tinzian, you can catch us up on where we are further than that. Dungeon Master, you're a go. With the two barracks doors uh, outside of Balgron the Fat's room, um, apparently securely barred with the locks uh, disabled. The party is surrounding the extremely large fur-covered bed of Balgron the Fat. To the south of the room, uh, there is a curtained-off area which was explored briefly in the last episode and will no doubt take um, some degree of importance in the next couple of minutes. The room itself is fairly dark. There's a couple candles here and there, but it's a room largely uh, decked out for sleeping in mass quantities. The goblin that is on the bed is definitely living up to his nickname and moniker. The snoring and just is so loud that speech in this proximity would probably be too difficult, and there's a definite movement of air within the room, uh, thus explaining partially the shifting of curtains elsewhere in this portion of the complex. I'm going to turn the next portion over to Cesar for starting to uh, bring his character online into this episode. Cesar, what uh, preparations are you taking, or what would your character be um, doing as far as uh, this situation? Well, he's got uh, some of his healing orbs ready in, some, in a handy uh, belt pouch. He's got his crossbow out. It's uh, loaded up and... and ready to go. He's uh, sort of marked both exits and uh, is keeping an ear out to see if uh, anybody's going to come up on them. But uh, other than that, and assuming that it's pretty clear that there's no one else in the room, he's he's uh, focusing on the fat guy in the bed and getting ready to shoot him full of crossbow bolts. Okay. Uh, Thorn? Well, um... Being a good, stealthy ranger guy that I am, I'm going to fade off into the distance, into the background, into one of the dark corners. So, if I may, I'd like to roll stealth. Go right ahead. Um, that'd be a 29. Very good. Um, I then knock an arrow. I place another two, three arrows next to me, ready to go, so I can... Um, fire them off into the big, fat, sleepy thing. Okay. Uh, 
Bosk? Um, Bosk's um, pretty much standing at ready. Um, shield and hammer in hand. I'm pretty much in the center of the room, um, just kind of keeping um, keeping my voice down and trying to not keep my belly from rumbling out loud. Um, so, <laughs> so a fat guy, now you're hungry. Wow. Yeah. So pretty much eyes fixed on the sleeping guy. Um, hope kind of, you know, checking to make sure everyone's behind me in case of any, anything awakes. I'm ready to take it on this close range. One slight technical question for you. Are you keeping your back to the door that you came in, or how are you positioned? A, a, little, yes. a little bit more clarification on the position, please. Um, yes, as we came into the door, um, did we roll the lock that door? Was that successful? That's yes. a curtain. It's a curtain. Oh, oh we wait, came no, in the, the door. We came into the room, didn't we? Lock that behind us. And oh, yes, yes, you did. Lock it. Yes. And- yes. Okay. So pretty much just in a room, the door uh, uh, behind me, and uh, and uh, looking directly at the sleeping. Uh, goblin. Okay, very good. Uh, Xanatari? I would be kind of near where Opie is, approaching the bed into melee range, I guess. Um, also keeping kind of an eye out, out of the corner of my eye, towards the door that we're unsure of, and I guess hoping that the bed is made of metal. Okay. Um, and Daros? I am in the walk-in closet trying on all his clothes. <laughs> okay. Got a nice collection of high heels from there. This is the beautiful silk. I love this. Oh gosh! <laughs> you 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 find the proverbial uh, moo-moo circus tents of right. the goblin fashion industry. No, I am prepared to stab somebody if he wakes up. Uh, let me roll for stealthiness. And that stealthiness will be... What do all do I add again? <laughs> uh, D20, your stealth, and then um, in this case, don't worry about your agility. All right, that'd be a 13. <laughs> okay. And you... Dude, okay. you're a rogue. Don't quit yeah. your day job, man. I know, I rolled a 1. Oh, well done. You're a champion. <laughs> oh, oh. All, all roads look up to you, man. Right. <laughs> now, I, I would I would appreciate it if everyone, um, aside from Daros and uh, Thorn, would roll a stealth check, please. This will be fun. Everyone besides <laughs> me. Yes. And, and and Thorn. Okay. Eight. Okay. Two, three, okay. plus one. Okay, I had one stealth. <laughs> now I have two. <laughs> you see me hiding behind a little curtain. Can't see me, can't hear me. Can't see me, can't hear me. Thorn and Daros, I would like you to roll an active perception, please. I'll Boom. do that, because I'm not scared. Scared active in the dark. perception. Levitation. Well, plus whatever my other news. That'd be a 13. Okay. okay. Give me one moment. Uh, let's say it gets 14 plus. Oh, I'm trained in perception. So that makes it 26. Okay. Um, 
The following information is for Thorn in character only. Um, as far as how this information may be passed along, that will be up to him. Please realize again that this area is extremely loud. Uh, whether it is due to Xanatari, Cesar, or uh, the especially loud um, Bosk, it appears that the tonal there's a tonal shift in the snoring, and you sort of see what might be his hand moving towards uh, Balgrond's hand, I should say, moving towards the handle of a crossbow. To everybody mm. else, Balgron is asleep. Hmm. What can I do in this situation? <laughs> <laughs> you suck. What? 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 Why? Why do I suck? Excuse because me? guess who gets to heal Opie when he gets shot again? <laughs> Use your me. magical tell us all thing. I can't. Yeah. I don't know. Only Thorn knows. <laughs> but only knows. I know. Only just, he knows. But just re just remember, the more that Boss gets hurt, the more he's actually doing his job. That's right. Um, <laughs> I I summon Steve. Come here, Steve. Um, Steve is in the room. Yes. Okay. Gosh. So I I give. I, I'm assuming that the goblin is quite stealthy, given that he works here, um, and he's going to tend to the boss. So I give him the message that um, I'm. I'm, I guess I'm assuming that he's awake because his hand's moving towards a crossbow. So, um, I give him the message to give to everyone else that Balgron knows that we're here. And okay. send him off. Okay. Um, very good. So, you've all had preparation time. And there's a brief period as you see Thorn having a quick heated discussion with uh, Steve. And Steve starts running towards, uh, let's say, Xanatari. And Steve is trying to get your attention and uh, pass something along to you, Xanatari. Okay, I would look at Steve and kind of raise my eyebrow like, what? We're about to attack the boss. What do you want? What? Okay. Steve will give you the message. And uh, you can use your telepathy if you wish. However, there is a lack of sound, but something jumps from the bed towards Bosk. There's a sudden flash of movement. <clears throat> uh. And, uh, let's see, for this Bosk, a 13 isn't going to do, isn't going to hit you, is it? Versus your armor? Oh, no, my AC is, is, uh, 22. Okay. Um, did you say that you were in defensive stance or had your shield out or something like that? If I, I well, mean, yeah, I mean, I'm good okay. shield and hammer at the ready. Uh, 
something comes jumping out of the bed and uh, ricochets off your shield. Okay. So, uh, let us roll for initiative. Uh-oh, it's go time! Uh-oh, I rolled a 20. What? Remember to add your other. What? Add what? Actually, uh, actually, Bosk, you rolled a 20, uh, natural 20 on your dice. Yep. Okay, Bosk is going first. <laughs> Minus six turn. 25. Okay. Let's make it rain. Five. <laughs> Ten. Zenatari, make it rain on these hoes. So I guess it'll be <laughs> Boss, then Thorn, then me, then Genesee, then Eric. Okay. Old man reflexes. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, buddy. It's all right. You've been sick. Okay. What? What? <laughs> okay. Uh, Bosk. Okay. I am going to let you have a retaliation attack. Okay. For because you rolled a natural twenty, so I'm okay. going to give you some sort of bonus, and Boing. you can retaliate due to the attack against you, and still make a uh, full action. Okay. Before um, your next party member. Okay. So can uh, I'm going to roll for hit or miss, right? Um, you're going to roll, and you're going to add plus two because you're going to have uh, combat advantage in this case because he is still laying down. Okay. Um, my first roll was a 20. Natural. Seriously, I didn't uh, roll another 20. Okay. Uh, awesome. Having rolled the natural 20, um, go ahead, and which attack are you going to do? Um, let's go with uh, my. Um, I'll just hit him with the power strike. strike. <laughs> Does it slow time down? Encounter. Power strike. Power strike. <laughs> well, I was reading it and I was trying to scroll <laughs> down my page. I was like, power, power, power strike drained, drains the battery of the mouth in order to. Causes <laughs> Skype to land. <laughs> <laughs> um, just as, just as a reminder, I, I will I will allow this to go through, but uh, in in the future for attacks and special actions and stuff like that, announce what it is that you're going to use, um, and then we do the we'll worry about the roll. But in this oh. case, go ahead and explain okay. what the power strike is. Uh, power strike by pushing yourself beyond normal limits, you unleash a full wrath against a foe. Um, you hit the enemy with a melee basic attack using a weapon. If the target takes one. W extra damage from the triggering attack. I don't know what that means. Mm, it sounds like you have to do a melee basic, and then this is added on, sort of like uh, uh, okay. there was this reaping strike type attack. What it, if he lands something, he's then allowed to trigger something else off. Okay. So if you want to call that as a melee basic and then have the power strike hit. Okay. Uh, sure. Okay. Let's see here. Going to roll for damage. Natural 20, natural 20, natural 20. No damage. Oh, there's a 6. Uh, 6 plus 4, 10. Um, 
And that's your damage, and my Warhammer makes it plus nine, so is that a 19, right? Did I say that right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yep. Yep. Nice. 19. Proud of you. Um, actually, <laughs> wait, the, the it, it says plus nine, plus nine um, next to your weapon. Yeah, Warhammer plus nine. Um, no, sorry, the... Uh, It'll be it would be ten points of damage. What you would do for your attack roll is you'd roll the d twenty. You okay. add the plus nine if you hadn't gotten the automatic crit. Okay. And that's towards your attack roll. Okay. If there was uh oh okay so it's ten I rolled yeah. ten for damage okay yep. gotcha ten, ten okay. I'm sorry. Good solid ten. Now your power strike I believe goes off. So I roll again. Yeah, your one d six. Yep. Oh. But whatever you're six. Okay. So Bosk steps in and applies a vicious smiting uh, blow into some part of Balgron, and it it, it seems that he's only getting warmed up because of the stuff he's been through. It looks like to viciously blow him, Bosk. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, he's awake now. Ten, he's laying ten, down. Ten, ten minutes roll to cuddle Belgron the fat. <laughs> you know, you're laying down. Wake up. That was a mighty blow. For, <laughs> for good measure and extra lunch money, uh, Bosk is uh, primed with his Warhammer to do some, some more damage on uh, Belgron. Do it. So, uh, what would you like to do for your full action, Bosk? Hit him again. Uh, are you want me to describe it now, or do you want me to roll again? Well, you're gonna you're you you had your attack, and now mm-hmm. because for your crit, and now I'm giving you another attack. Oh, okay. So if you wanna, you know, whatever you wanna use. Yeah. Provided I'm, that you know it's it's a legitimate power, yeah. and you haven't like used your encounter, then that was my encounter power. Track was my encounter power, so okay. I'm just gonna go basic melee. Is that okay? okay? Sure. Okay. Throw your d20. Add your plus nine or whatever it was. D20. Yep. Thirteen plus nine. That is in math terms twenty-two. Um, and then <laughs> you hit him. Right, and then I'm going to roll for damage. Four plus another four makes eight. <laughs> Very good. Math is amazing. It is. Very good. Inspired by Bosk's ferocity, um, I believe it is Thorn's turn? Do it, Thorn. Do it, Do it Thorn. Okay, well... Because I'm magical and awesome, and I smell like lilacs on a summer day, I'm going to use Seeker's Dew. Um, rolls his eyes. Here we go. Thorn show. Have, ha- having having Bosk uh, blown and smited Balgron, there's now dew from the corner. <laughs> He's going to give him flowers after he, he blew him. He blow him. Yeah, usually uh, flowers are first, but that's okay. It's okay. Wow. You blew him well, boss. Wow. It's a confusion tactic. 
In the southern hemisphere, the process goes backwards. <laughs> Just like the toilet yeah. water. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> I'm, just get I'm on with it. I'm waiting for someone just to flush their toilet now. Just, just waiting. But anyway, moving on. Seekers Joe. You draw on fire, exulting in your attack simplicity. How does a 26 verse AC go? Uh, that is a hit. Awesome. Um, and then it's 2d10. There's one. There's two. Um, that would be, uh, is that one? I think that's a one. Yes, one plus nine, that's ten. Fifteen damage. Plus, wait, <laughs> plus three. So that's, what did I say? So it was ten, fifteen, eighteen damage. Plus one because of my bow expertise, that's nineteen damage. Very good. Huzzah, math. <laughs> Proud of you. Look at that. <laughs> um, I believe it is Xanatari or is it Deros? I think that it's Deros. It's yeah. Deros. I'm yeah. second to last. Okay. <laughs> it's either Dita or Deros. I don't know. <laughs> well, after complimenting Bosk on his blowing ability, Deros <laughs> oh, moves no. in with his blade ready to go. And I'm going to do a melee basic attack. Since we roll big, go big or go home. Crap. <laughs> <laughs> and Darius goes home. <laughs> 21. Okay. Mm yes. Oh, you Thank goodness. <laughs> Being granted combat advantage, I will use sneak attack with this. Which means I get 1d6 and 2d8. Roll A. If I can find the right die. That's not it. <laughs> That's it. There we go. Rolling. Eight. Fifteen. Sixteen. Seventeen. Eighteen. Eighteen. Nope. Seventeen. <laughs> he says definitively. Seventeen. Yes. Seventeen points of damage. Okay. Uh, Xanatari. Mm-hmm. I would ask, before I attack, for serious, is the bed metal? You are not able to tell. If I strike it with lightning, will I be able to tell? Yes. Okay. Then I want to do Thundering Steel. And let me roll, and if it works, I'll describe it. 26 versus AC. Okay, you uh, hit. Okay. Uh, a prayer is given to the storm god, and my weapon is imbued with the power of thunder, and as I strike, a thunderclap rumbles across the battlefield. And I will roll for damage. 7, 14, 19 total. Very good. Um, is anybody touching... Balgron's bed, or nope. right next. To Everyone's like, no, no, <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, I'm close enough to melee range. I mean, I haven't moved. Okay, Steve, no. 
Very good. It 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 appears from the lack of uh, shaking and stuttering from the other party members that the bed is not metal. Okay. This has an effect which I'm going to toss to Cesar. Next time myself or an ally hits the target before the start of my next turn, the target will take three extra thunder damage. Whee! Whee! Um, let's see. Uh... Which side, uh, Xanatari, of the bed are you on in relation to Daros? I guess in terms of a uh, okay. rough idea of things. In my imagination, we come in the door, and the bed is to our left, and then there's some sort of other door, like either straight ahead of us, if I'm imagining the room correctly. So I'm thinking that I'm sneaking around in a U towards the left and that Daros is kind of um, in front of and to my left a little bit as we're kind of ranging around the bed. So he's ahead of me and to the left if if I'm imagining it correctly. Okay. Um, just to let you know, everybody is a, a, a little bit shaken by the close proximity of the thunder of this particular attack. Uh, there's no disadvantage or anything taken, but this appears to be a very well-received, almost applauded strike from her god. Um, the normal thunder of her attack is uh, just that extra bit loud. If anyone was wondering, I also have something called Oncoming Storm, which means I hit with lightning power and gain a plus one on thunder attacks. So I'm not just assuming that there's lightning every time I use thunder. It's because of that that I'm getting lightning, in case anyone cares. Okay. Uh, Cesar. <clears throat> yes. Um, well, since Do it everybody, all, man. <laughs> everybody got a chance to swarm the bed, um, he'll sort of circle around to try to get an open shot so he doesn't, you know, hit Daros in the back of the head with anything. Okay. Um, is there a place where you can get sort of a shot on the guy? Oh, Don't yeah. worry, I'm yeah. undead. You can get me in the back of the head. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, he circles around to there, and like I said before, he loaded his crossbow up uh, before this all started, and uh, he levels it and aims right for his throat uh, and unleashes uh, another coil of spike wire, which we saw in a previous fight. It, uh... It uh, sort of uh, sounds like, a, or looks like a, like the bolt comes out and then it sort of spirals out into like a, a length of razor wire that, that will hopefully wrap around him if, if I hit. Uh, let's see here, of course. Uh, so that's a d20. Plus nine. Uh, 21 versus fortitude. Uh, yes. Okay. So like I say, it sort of... Uh, as it flies through the air, it, it un, uncoils and, and thuds into his flesh and sort of digs in. Uh, and let me roll for damage. Uh, that would be 9 damage, plus the 3 from Xanatari makes it 12. Okay, very good. And then, uh, until the end of my next turn, any other attack against him deals uh, 2 extra damage to him, just because it sort of and it, the hit from attacks sort of pushes that spike wire into his flesh even more and deals just a little bit of damage on every other attack if they hit. Oh, okay. yeah. And I'm good. 
Steve, uh, apparently sensing that the party is now fully committed, uh, pulls a dagger out and proceeds to make a strike on the bed as well. Those paying attention will note that it is not a reserved pulling the punch sort of strike, but a I'm either so committed to the party or I am so screwed I need to get rid of this. Um, whether it is the combination of attacks or one attack in particular, Balgron roars and... This mass of furs and bedding and everything that may or may not have been padding your strikes against his body. Oh, great. (laughs) Rolled a crit and it was hit the comforter. (laughs) Rises around. Rises up. And the immensity... And near gigantic proportions of the size of this Balgron really thinks that maybe someone was being nice and uh, less descriptive in terms of just how big he was. It is easy to see, though, that your attacks have been mostly true, for he does look... Uh, quite um, unpleased, to say the least. Punctured. I think he's got gas, guys. Stand back. Roaring again, he fixes his gaze upon Bosk and charges Whoa. at Bosk, which is sort of a kind of quasi-lumbering massive flop of tidal wave of flesh Towards Bosk. I'm going to roll. Bosk, a 24. Ooh, hit. This is your AC. Okay. You are hit by a great weight. And the, the flesh and the smell and everything hitting you is like a, a club strike. Bosk will never eat again. For four points of damage. Okay. But you suffer a negative two due to the odor and horror (laughs) of what is currently happening to you. So six total points. Nope, nope, nope. Four four points. But you you have a negative two on your... um, uh, attack. Oh, okay. Until so further notice. I'm down to 50 hit points. And it feels as if you are attempting to be grappled. Okay. But for the moment, um, if you wish to... Hey, does a 9 beat your reflex? Um, reflex... Stand strong. Stand strong. Where is it? Okay. Reflex. Um, 15. 
Okay. You, uh, in, in this round, avoid, you know, you're able to squirm and move and everything and avoid being grappled. Woo! Thorn. Yes. You have seen the Stay Puff Marshmallow Goblin <laughs> rise and attack one of your party. Okay. Is, the floor is yours for the moment. Okay, so let's have a look and see what I can does. Hmm. Now I can either set it on fire or I can fill it with spirit shards. Let's go with uh, spirit shards, shall we? So this is a area burst um, and it only targets every enemy within the burst. So it's burst one within weapon range. So, rolling to hit. Oh, I dropped my dice. Don't do that. That's not good. There it is. Um, 29 versus AC. Yes, hit. Awesome. Alright, so, 1d10. That's a 1. Plus... 2d6, so I'm using my special funky new dice that I bought, and that's uh, 5, so that's 6 plus another 5 damage, that's um, 11 damage. Okay, very plus nice. Two plus 2 from the spike wire. <laughs> plus 2 from the spike wire, and there's plus 1, there's nothing adjacent to him, is there? Like, other creatures, bad creatures? No. Alright, well then another plus one, so there's another plus three on top of that. So eleven plus three, so that's fourteen damage. Okay. Nicely done. The behemoth remains standing, or whatever it is doing. Wobbling. Uh, which brings us to Daros. Yes, Dude, Daros does bring Wolverines! <laughs> Well, I guess uh, he's gotten up and moved away from the bed, and he charged Bosk, right? Well, he he's still on the bed. It's kind of like this sumo sumo thing. So he's he's still on the bed, but he's trying to grapple with uh, Bosk. Okay. Um, I guess I would just use a regular attack on him. Okay. I guess what I think I might do, yes. <laughs> Hold on. Was that Dr. Seuss? No, I was reading something else. There was another ability I got here, and I don't know if I can't use it yet. Uh, I guess a basic melee to hit the dude in his junk. So. <laughs> 17 plus 12. Yeah, I hit. It's 17 plus 12. So. Yep. Yep. Um. I will roll for din din and nidge. And that will be four, 11, 12. Very good. 12 damage. Plus two from the spike wire. Plus two from the spike wire. 14. Very good. Xanatari. Okay. Uh, I will use my blessing of wrath and roll to hit. A natural 20, and then plus 8, so it'll be 28 total. Uh, natural 20, you will crit whatever damage you 
do and you get to do a nifty description of some awesome thing that happens. You go there, Tori. Shock him. <laughs> okay. And that's... Ten total is the damage, and, uh... And so is that, is, that, is that five doubled, or ten needs to be doubled? To oh, I didn't double it. I rolled a six, and I get six plus five. So that's eleven, and then I get to double that? Yep. Okay, so twenty-two total. Okay. Double your flavor. <laughs> and the good thing about Blessing of Wrath is... The description is, I would smash my mace down onto his middle and invoke divine magic, and my weapon will flare with power, and also one of my allies' weapons will flare with power. And myself, or it says, myself or an ally within five squares gains a power bonus to their next damage roll. Uh, the bonus equals plus two. So, um, who's near me? Who hasn't gone yet? Let's see. Um, Cesar. Cesar, again. So Cesar will get that. Okay. So, uh, do you wish to do an awesome, awesome, uh, description to this thing, roleplay it out, or move on to Cesar? Well, sure. I guess he's, you said he's still in the bed, but he's kind of rising up. Maybe he's like. He, he, he's, he's risen up. It's sort of like, um, he's up in sort of a sumo move, and Bosk is standing. It's, it's, it appears to be like a platform bed. Okay. Um, and then you're all standing lower than he is, but he's sort of doing this sumo thing. Okay. I would strike for the knee because he's going to be taller than us on the bed. And so I would try to hit for the back of his knee or the side of his knee, hoping his leg would give out and then he would be kind of fall and be immobile. So I would swing my mace and strike his knee as hard as possible, flaring light around it. Okay. With an immensely satisfying crack and uh, wobbliness to continue from Balgron, uh, the instant after this happens uh, brings us to our friend Cesar. Yes. Uh, well, seeing his crossbow suddenly flare up with divine light... Um, he decides to take advantage of that, and he slams a, a different bolt into his crossbow, uh, finds an opening again, uh, aims and, and fires. Just aims. It's pretty pretty hard to miss the, the bulk of him, so just aims for <laughs> wherever the, the, the center of him seems to be. Mm -hmm. um, he'll just fire off, uh, just one of, let's see, the uh, aggravating force. Uh, Whenever your infused weapon strikes an enemy, the weapon unleashes a force that rattles the foe. So let's see if I hit first. Uh, uh, natural 20. Okay. Nice. Everybody crit. <laughs> Finally. Let's go to Vegas. Yeah. And crit on them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, with, the, with uh, the crit damage and then the two from Xanatari's glowingness, got 16 damage very nice and then the next ally oh and then plus two from the spike wire because it still hasn't gone away it'll go away at the end of this turn so 18 mm -hmm. and with that i guess it sort of uh disintegrates it's taken enough and it sort of falls off of him 
Um, and then the next, from the MI attack, the next ally to attack the target uh, before the end of my next turn gets a plus two bonus to the attack roll. It sort of rattled him. Nice. Mm-hmm. Bosk, um, for you, I, I'm I'm going to give you the uh, the honor of from Bosk's eyes describing the final Jello-like death of Balgron the Fat for our listening audience. Do the, it. Um, who struck the final blow? Caesar. Caesar. Okay. Um, was that with a with a crossbow or with a? Yes, with a crossbow. Yes. Bolt. The um. Well, as I turn, as Boss turns his head, he feels a slight breeze of an arrow go whiffing by, and as he looks out of the corner of his eye, trying to follow the arrow. It pierces through the neck area of which has a large, large double chin gelatin like goo splurts out and towards the back of the head um the arrow <laughs> grabs chunks of uh of, of goblin bla- brain and pierces it into the wall behind uh behind Balrock. Um as he kind of looks at everyone and his eyes go back in his head and he falls dead. The head Boss will step out of the way. To the left. Yes. Back into the left. <laughs> <laughs> Daros. Yeah. If I tell you 14, does that beat your reflex save or not? Well, let me tell you something, <laughs> Mr. Dude. The master. <laughs> My reflex is 19, so I would say no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> As Balrog's body falls, the and uh, as as Bosca said, uh, there is action at the other end of uh, the, the bolt continues through Balrog. Uh, Cesar's aim is true, and he does not manage to hit any members of the party. In this oh. case, Daros. Uh, <laughs> and Daros didn't get dirty either. Nice. Oh, wow. Word. As the, uh, the bolt embeds itself into the wall. There is a period of wobbliness as if nature itself is not quite sure what to do with this object (laughs) and then the full force of gravity takes hold and wrenches violently Balrog backwards uh, from momentum until with a colossal well for the size of the room perhaps your own mental uh exuberance um, highlights or makes greater these colossal crashing of his form back onto the bed. Boom. Nicely done. Yay! I look a body. Cesar and gives him a nod. Excellent shot, sir. It's not too bad if I don't say so myself. <laughs> Nicely done by everyone. Sorry. The 
Balrog having been dispatched, uh, the party is able to give a couple moments to look around the room. Of course, the scent of loot, uh, no doubt, wafting to their nose over the fetid corpse. <laughs> On it hard to believe Balrog. it would smell loot through Balrog. <laughs> it is indeed, but the mind has just faced a horror, and there should be rewards for that. There is a large chest, and by large I mean a good uh, double steam locker size chest, in the far corner um, under a couple more furs that uh, appears to be locked. I will try to unlock it and check it for traps. Okay. <laughs> I Would shall you? do that. <clears throat> Which, in Daros' mind, is he going to do first? Daros will check the trash. Trash, trash, trash. Daros will check the trash for traps. Okay. That's what I will do first. Okay. <laughs> and Daros has rolled that with that. And that's 22. Daros, uh, <laughs> in looking at the chest, uh, is able to determine there is no trap. However, in moving things around, he is wisely cautious of the furs atop the chest. And a plethora of spiders come scuttering from... Another pet! Yay! ...the folds of some of these furs... Uh, but Daros is able to keep his hand well away from... <laughs> Daros jumps on the bed and squeals like a little girl. <laughs> <laughs> Take two okay. creep-out damage. <laughs> Take two creep-out damage, yes. <laughs> I was looking forward to stealing some of those furs. <laughs> mm. Now I would like to roll to unlock the chest. Very good. Nineteen? Nineteen? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Math is hard. 19. Okay, you are uh, able to just barely force the chest open. Oh, sweet. Yeah, I'm rolling like crap tonight, guys. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) It's been awesome. Inside, there is 600 gold. (laughs) Now, um... If I believe uh, all of you have a magical type weapon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, weapon plus one. Yep. And uh, I believe Cesar has a set of magical armor at the present time. Yep, blood That's cut. Okay. <laughs> With booby trapped Who armor. Who else on their character sheet has uh, loot listed? I know that I have um, kind of an idol of my god, like a uh, relic, but other than that... Okay. And Dan has, or Daros, Daros has that necklace The from, talisman, yes. From Wait, I had a Kirk. talisman? Kirk's talisman. Remember, you're supposed to be on Kirk's. a death quest to take out Kirk. Yes. Oh, no, no, that was a <laughs> yeah, little no, symbol the, from those, his tribe. Those are, yeah, not, those are some uh, other stuff. Okay. Yeah, that's just a, a marking for his tribe to follow that. That wasn't like okay. any magical item. But, oh, okay. I got you. There is inside of the uh, chest a set of 
plate gauntlets. Can't use those. <laughs> Opie and I will fight for the death. Oh, you were a plate, Yeah. There Everyone is there is a set of plate um, bracers. There is a set of leather armor. Ooh. Yay! Good leather, bad leather, anything special <laughs> about it? Red Red leather, trap leather. Yellow leather. <laughs> and there are a couple of rings in addition. Xenatari mm. would like to roll an arcana check to see if there's any magic involved with any of these items. Okay, go ahead. Do it. Okay, well. 25? Uh, all of them. Oh. Do I get any more information other than they're medical? Um, they're, based upon your last inspection of the armor that Cesar is wearing, there doesn't seem to be any trickery involved with these items. <laughs> or curse. That you're at least able to tell. Okay. What about a hex? What about a jinx? Mm. <laughs> well, I'm thinking that our two plate warriors split the plate gear. Okay. And then between me, Cesar, and Thorn split the two rings and the leather armor. If that's cool with everybody. Okay. That way everybody gets a magical piece from this, and we don't know what it is yet, but we each get a piece. Okay, so what if we roll off for the leather to see who gets the leather, and then we can just split the two rings for the other two guys? Well, okay, I've got I've got magical leather, so you guys can go for that. All right, so okay. Cesar will get a ring, but me and uh, uh, yep. Thorn roll for the leather armor, and I rolled <laughs> I rolled two. Oh wow! I rolled an eight. All right, so Thorn gets the leather armor, and I will take the other ring. Okay. Okay. I'll take whichever Cesar. ring looks like it's more appropriate for an old man. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> he doesn't ring? want to be pimping. Like a, a mason's ring or something. <laughs> oh, ouch! <laughs> I don't really care either way. Do you care, uh, Bosk? Oh no, I'm fine. Okay. I'll take the bracers. That's, that's a lie. He does care. Okay, because he, he could take the bracers and be all Wonder Woman. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Wait, was there bracers and what? What was the two plate items? I thought he said bracers Glo- and bracers. Gloves. Glo- gloves and bracers. Oh, I'll take. Do you want bracers? Sanitary. That's fine with me. I don't think I have. I mean, I just have a heavy shield and a chest plate. I don't. I, mean, I don't have anything, so I'll take gloves if you don't care. No, that's fine. Okay, okay thank you. Okay, so does, I'm, I'm, does the armor do anything? I'm, I'm, we all put them on and we all explode. <laughs> we all put them on. Sanitary <laughs> clinks them together and starts to sing the Wonder Woman theme. Okay. <laughs> Uh, since we're getting near the end of this episode, I will just go ahead and let you know what's uh, going on. Um, Bosk has a set of uh, sure grip plate. <laughs> I can only think of bad things gloves. to say. Oh, wow. He does get money blows. <laughs> <laughs> pretty, pretty much, Bosk. Um, the peanut gallery aside... Uh, it is going to make it so that uh, any attempts to disarm you, yes, are going to be at a uh, negative two penalty. Nice. But if you are surprised, you're not going to drop your weapon. 
Okay. Or if you awesome. fall unconscious, either yes. or. Cool. That's it, bad. however, will not aid you in saving friends should another gelatinous flaming cube uh, drop. Xanatari. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Yours appear, your, your equipment feels, uh, when you put the bracers on, your equipment feels uh, lighter um, by a certain degree. Uh, what is your current strength? Uh, 11. Okay. Um, make a note that your uh, strength is now um, 14. Ooh. When those bracers are on. Okay. Nice. And uh, they also give you a plus one bonus to your armor. Nice. Uh, Bosk, same with yours. Great. Plus, was it a plus 42 to armor? <laughs> yeah, that's what he said. <laughs> oh, seriously, what was the number? Plus, plus one. one. <laughs> plus, <laughs> plus one? Yes. Yeah, to your armor. Oh, thank you. The, the armor the, or strength? AC. Okay. Okay. <laughs> that was not me. Not me. That was that was actually. Oh, me. I, I knew it. <laughs> I never. Hey, I never get messages. Shut up. Thorn. Yes. Your you got the armor correct. Correct. The armor that you have uh, once you put it on, and uh, it's been against your body for uh, a couple of minutes. It seems that when it's uh, warmed. It has an almost uh, shadowy, misty kind of tendril smoke uh, smoke um, effect to it. Um, it is uh, plus one armor. Okay. But it is plus two versus armor versus uh, missiles. It also plus gives missiles. you plus one to texting. Oh, funny. <laughs> Okay. Okay. Um, let's see. For Cesar, mm-hmm. you have a ring of uh, fire. limited fire control. Limited fire control? Limited fire control. You are able to affect basically the size of a campfire um, once a day. You can make it flare up or, uh, you know, sort of push the fire towards, um, you know, if, if somebody's standing next to fire or flame, uh, you can push the flame onto them um, within a two-square range. Okay. Um, but you can also snuff out a, a regular fire. But it won't create fire. It will not create fire but it will give you a damage resist of 5 versus fire. Okay, cool. Standing outside the fire. Uh, Daros? Yeah? You you have a ring um, of catching. Sweet. I can play catch with my dad. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> if Something is uh, launched your way, such as a uh, uh, crossbow bolt. He already does that with his body. 
<laughs> Good one. <laughs> you hey, are... Daros, catch this bolt. <laughs> With your head. <laughs> You are allowed um, the chance to catch, um, to catch the bolt, or uh, deflect it away. All right, um, bolts or arrows, or just bolts bolt? are bolts and arrows. Bolts and arrows. And it gives a uh, um, a slight bonus for if. Um, Crap, never mind, I already said it. <laughs> Sorry, my bad. It? Never mind, my bad. It was the uh, the catching the catching oh. aspect of it. Alright. So Let's just try it out. <laughs> right, I'm, fu- I'm firing at I'm firing at Daros. Come on, man. Try it in your ring. Ready? Melee basic. Okay. Eighteen versus AC. <laughs> What's my AC? Uh, my AC is nineteen. Damn. <laughs> firing again. <laughs> but with it, with a uh, with a uh, a negative two on your uh, uh, re- reflex save to um, do the catching, so that should put you pretty well ahead. I think I've covered everybody. Wait, negative two what? reflex? What do you mean? I'm I'm lost there. What was that? You, if um, you want to try and catch something, yeah, you can r- roll a number. For a reflex okay. save, and instead of just taking, you know, the hit, you can try and catch it if the number that is rolled is uh, at least two under your reflex. Oh, okay. All right. Okay, you'll have to. I'll write it down, but that's weird. Okay, so say so you had say you had say you had a reflex of. Um, 16. I have a reflex of nineteen. If a seventeen, if it's if it's under a seventeen. Hmm. And it makes you save. You're able to uh, catch the bolt. All right. So 17 and under, I catch. Mm-hmm. 18 and 19, I don't. God, this would be a really good way to save ammunition. Okay. You just catch arrows for us and just give them back to us. Well, this but, is good uh, in case I set traps off and they shoot little darts at me. <laughs> well, the little the little darts, you never know how those are going to react, but you, sh- you should have probably a better time against them, yes. Right. <laughs> Start um, catching them with my face. You know, the, the, rain, the, range on, the range on those, you know, we may have to run around with, but... Um, okay. Um, Genesee, you want to take us out for this episode? Okay. Thank you for listening. You can find out more at deathd4dishonor.com, subscribe on iTunes, and find us on Twitter at deathd4. Please take a listen to the Gray Area Podcast about advice and interviews and relationships between gamers, and also the Geek Bits Podcast on regular guys talking about geeky stuff. One at grayareapodcast.com and the other at geekbits.net. Join us for a worldwide adventure. Stay tuned for next week as we continue our travels. Following a group of friends playing Dungeons and Dragons, hosted by the Great. <laughs>
how to get Cupid together to put your mute on, Daniel. <laughs> Sorry. Fancy. Yeah. All I can hear the whole time is him like. That is that is not me. <laughs> totally you. Stop. <laughs> totally not me. Why would I do such a thing? Australian clock dancing. <laughs> because you right. always blame me. Always. <laughs> it's, it's not always my fault. your fault. <laughs> it's not my fault. So is that's all right. <laughs> How is it my fault? <laughs> I shop. <laughs> all right. Hosted by the Gray Area Podcast and featuring members of the Geek Bits Podcast. 